Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Monday, May 23rd in the year 2022, and the world is right on target. The World Economic Forum has kicked in, and as normal, the fascists have done their job of trying to make life difficult. Jack Prosebic today was detained by the WEF police, the World Economic Forum police. I didn't know they had that, but apparently they do. Make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. That's so important right now. There's tremendous savings going on as well on at MyPillow, which is the place that you're going to get some of the best sleep products on the market. Right now for this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, they have a massive special going on, 60, up to 66% off on things across the board. And that's including 40% off on a complete mattress sleep system. You get two free pillows, one set of Giza Dream bed sheets, and free shipping. Wow. Sounds like time to redo a bedroom and make yourself all comfy. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. Mypillow.com forward slash bards. Check it out. It's an awesome set of savings. Using your promo code BARDS, you will not be disappointed. And you can get the best products out there to ensure you get a good night's sleep in the middle of this war that's trying to take all that away from you. If you want to speak to a real person, call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Use your promo code BARDS, and those Patriot Pillow Counselors will get you hooked up. I really am going to tell you, we are dealing with some crazy, crazy things, but I'm going to start today with a perspective from Noam Chomsky who was a raging leftist and recently endorsed President Trump as the only one promoting peace in the Ukraine issue. Don't know what happened to Chomsky. I used to study his work a lot. The Manufacturing of Dissent, or Consent, excuse me, was one of his great pieces. Here is some uh, two-minute piece on his perspective on propaganda, which I think is pretty critical to grasp. And that's why, that's why the propaganda system is so successful. Uh, Very few people are going to have the time or the energy or the commitment to carry out the constant battle that's required to get outside of, uh, you know, McNeil or, you know, Dan Rather or somebody like that. The easy thing to do, you know, you come home from work, you're tired, you've had a busy day, you know, you're not going to spend the evening carrying out a research project. So you turn on the tube and say, it's probably right. Or you look at the headlines in the paper and then you watch the sports or something. Because uh, and, and that's that's basically the way the system of indoctrination works. Sure, the other stuff is there, but you're going to have to work to find it. Modern industrial civilization has developed within a certain system of convenient myths. The driving force of modern industrial civilization has been individual material gain. At this stage of history, either one of two things is possible. Either the general population will take control of its own destiny and will concern itself with community interests guided by values of solidarity and sympathy and concern for others, or alternatively, there will be no destiny for anyone to control. As long as some specialized class is in a position of authority, it is going to set policy in the special interests that it serves. The question is whether privileged elites should dominate mass communication and should use this power as they tell us they must, namely to impose necessary illusions, to manipulate and deceive the stupid majority and remove them from the public arena. The question in brief 
is whether democracy and freedom are values to be preserved or threats to be avoided. In this possibly terminal phase of human existence, democracy and freedom are more than values to be treasured. They may well be essential to survival. Well, and that's not a question they shouldn't control at all as they're trying to, and we see exactly the results. Hey, before I forget, tonight's show, Bards FM, is going to be at 6.30 tonight. I'm a guest on Dr. Lee Merritt's program the hour before, and it's going to run over a bit. So tonight's Bards FM show will start at 6.30. That's posted in the headline of the show, and I'll look forward to seeing you all there. So the real issue right now at hand is who's going to control the truth. And if it's the elites, it will be an illusion. If it's the people, hopefully we'll find the reasonableness of all of this to bring truth back to the center point, which, of course, does not mean that the media will necessarily survive this period, which no heartbreak on my own. Patriots, 11 minutes after the hour, let's do our prayer. Father, we come to you today on this Monday, refreshed from a weekend, hopefully, and a very humbled by all that you give and all that you continue to expose for all of us to see. The world is definitely being brought into the light and we're blessed to be able to see so much and see so much clearly and also very aware that this is now our time and the time is of the essence that people continue to dig in deep to their relationship with you and with Christ. We are in such a time now that so many things are happening so quickly. And we pray that the many will not be misled and deceived and be brought into the emotional state of things, but rather anchored truly in that rock of faith to see clearly, to walk clearly, and to cast aside the temptations to be drawn into the illusions of war and the illusions of fear and the illusions of anxiety. Whatever will befall on a global level is not within our control. We also need to be very mindful of the fact that the elites are very much in aware and monitoring the sentiment of the world. And the, they're very smart and devious in the sense of looking long in a long-term gain and trying to deceive in the short term to give people the token win to pacify them and bring them, and lure them back to sleep. Father, we pray that people will begin to see the bigger picture, to understand that the institutions of men are corrupt and they're beyond repair, that the economics of the world have been bankrupt, and that all that we're seeing now are the illusions to hide the destruction that's coming and the destruction that's in process. We pray for those that have taken the shot that are suffering pain, or, or even worse, walking unaware of the ticking time bomb that sits within them. And we pray that these people can wake up and be aware, become a strong voice to keep others from taking more of these injections. We pray for them, pray for their healing, but we also know that it's instrumental to that. We pray for their return to Christ, to accept Jesus and to truly embrace and repent for the decisions that they made, to follow the illusions of fear, or the worship of fear and anxiety, or worse, even the trust in the institutions of men that would somehow fix something that was never a problem, and worse, to try to 
redesign the entire system which you gave us in perfection, that being our, our body temple. Father, in this walk right now, and we are so cognizant aware of the attack and war that's being waged constantly on our children. We continue to pray for the protection of the children and the awakening of parents to stop playing this nonsense game. It's difficult for us to know exactly how many of these freaks in the transgender community are existent, but we can say that enough of them have become vocal to understand that the threat to the children and the threat to children even by their parents who have accepted this woke ideology is a true danger to the foundation of the world. This is a time, Lord, that we need that light and that power of those that have held true to that which was given, that which was expected, and that which we walk in the name of Christ. To be able to acknowledge that there's sinful behavior and to own it and to correct it, not simply to ignore it and to embrace it as some evolution within biblical words or biblical teachings. We need the resurrection of the power of the church, Father. And the church has waned and crumbled so much around us. We've seen so many of the pulpits give in to the temptations of the devil or worse, the offerings of the devil. And we equally have this convolution of arguments which are trying to justify through different faiths, the idea that somehow some faiths can see right to destroying life in the womb and where other faiths, particularly the Christian faith, seems to preserve it. The truth sits right before them. If there is one faith truly that totally that seeks to protect life in the womb, then obviously it's the path of those that are seeking to honor you. And that faith obviously would be our worship and belief in Jesus as Christians. Father, this world is truly in turmoil, and it is truly at a time of chaos, and the depth of our relationship with you is right before us in front and center. So we pray for the many just to come to their senses, to open their eyes, to see what these threats are, to embrace not the world of men, but to realize that we are here as a servant to you, not as some byproduct of whatever we want to do to wander this world, to do what we want to do for our own self-consumption, and then somehow in an afterlife justify things based on our selfish needs. This is a time, Lord, that we need truly to find the strength, not only in the remnant that can lead the world, but in our prayers that can awaken the many that have fallen into these deep slumbers. And so we pray for the many that still walk in the shadows and walk in the dark. To have their hearts and the casements around their hearts shattered, to truly start to face the truth of what they're around and not be deceived. Guide us, protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There is so much upside-down thinking right now, it's crazy. I'm going to begin with um, <laughs> one of your favorites. This is AOC teaching moral code to her followers. I think you'll enjoy this one. For people who say, oh, but you're, you know, you're, you're harming a life. I believe this is life. Well, some religions don't. So how about that? 
Our Jewish brothers and, and sisters, they are able to have an abortion according to their faith. You know, there are so many faiths that do not have the same definition of life as fundamentalist Christians. And so we, how, what about their rights? What about their right to exercise their faith? It's ridiculous. And it is, it's, it is theocratic. It's authoritarian. It is wrong. It's wrong to protect life in the womb. That's pretty fantastic as a conclusion. I'm telling you, these bloodsuckers are unbelievable. And the, you're starting to see that as they expose their arguments or have to be put in a position to justify their arguments, so much of this is unraveling. And hopefully it will have an effect. I truly believe it does because I believe Father definitely gives a, a shake to the tree in such a way that evil can be used for good. And this is a great case here where this clown, AOC, can actually sit and argue about the importance and the reason to justify the murder of a child in the womb based on the fact that some religions don't see it that way and have more privilege to dump life any of those, quote, religions that are dumping life in the womb, I would question, obviously, their source and who they're really worshiping. But don't worry. The World Economic Forum is very aware of that rise of questioning of their obedience, and so they have a solution for us all. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization everywhere. And everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. Isn't that interesting? They put the data protection alongside child dignity. I'm not really sure what that means other than to say that somehow if you want data protection, you're not giving dignity to a child, meaning that they don't get access to the child's data so they can't hunt it and troll it and capture it and influence it and groom it. Grooming a child is at the center point of all of that. And they are afraid of losing that ability to groom children, which would make their next generation of tyrants and subjects of sacrifice available to them. But I'll tell you, I think we are starting to see as well the not only the impact of the injections, because this next piece, I'm pretty sure who you're going to, the people you listen to have been injected. But we're seeing a, a level of hysteria that's starting to unravel. And we've been warned about this as the a matrix in which these people believe in begins to be unjustifiable. It becomes undefensible and it is falling apart and you're starting to see the irrational unwind even on the streets in D.C. You, you're sorry. You're sorry because I'm black. I wish you the best in your life always. But do you think that because I'm black, I don't have opportunities? Yeah, because of the Republicans. The Republicans. The Republicans are, are taking away my opportunity because I'm black. Absolutely. Really? You think the Democrats love me? 
They love you. Do you think the Democrats oh, love me? Do you think I'm gonna kill you? You think they're gonna kill you? You think the Democrats love me? You think I'm oppressed because I'm black? I just want to know how you feel. The black people are lovely. No. They all hate you. They yes. want to kill you. They don't think what they don't think. They don't think black people should be citizens. You are a fucking idiot for doing this shit. You stupid asshole. Is that what you think? Yes, you're an asshole. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that one. That ending was just like, wow. Holy cow. Just like that. She went from being oppressed to being a, you know, what it just said. <laughs> white people in the democrat party wow that's that's the party of love right there i'll tell you but don't worry because you support president trump because we all do in one way or another and because we seek sovereignty for this nation we are the white supremacists <laughs> and oh by the way if you're part of the uh, movement for sovereignty in the nation and you're black and you're, or you're Hispanic or Asian, I've got some surprising news for you. According to the Democrats, you're a white supremacist. So welcome to the club. Hope you all enjoy it because it's a pretty cool club, by the way. And we like donuts. We have the best donuts in this part of the aisle. It's buttermilk, old-fashioned glazed donuts. And, of course, we've got cookies. And a few of us out here even do, like, slow-roasted brisket. Because we like meat, too. We don't like lab-grown products. We're like the food kings. So don't worry about it. If you join that side over here, that side that is supposed to be all the white supremacists, and and then if you come over here, if you are new to this party or this new to this movement, you'll discover that there's many that speak Spanish, many that are originally descended from the continent of Africa, and... We all get along. Isn't that something? And I'll bet you if we could all, we all like guns and we all like meat, most of us, and we all like donuts and cookies. So buckle up, people. But if you're wondering about monkeypox, don't worry too much about that. Here's uh, Edward Dowd. He's one of the former senior VPs and, and analysts for BlackRock. I think he just nails this one right here. He was on Steve Bannon today. As we look forward to the next month or so or two months, you know, into the markets and what's going to happen news wise, you just have to understand that the central bankers and politicians have bankrupted the world. And a lot of the things you're going to see in the media are distractions to cover that. And COVID was a convenient excuse to cover the implosion of uh, the, the credit system. So a lot of the things you see in the news are distractions. This, this recent monkeypox nonsense they're going to try to gin it up, and I, I suspect they're going to try to uh, lock down the um, the economy right before the elections. Wow. When Ed Dowd says that, amazing. So you think the administrative state stepping in here and say, hey, look, we got to protect this thing. We see the upper, we see a populist uprising is going to throw us out of office. And so what we'll do is we'll come up with, uh, we'll come up with uh, phase two, correct? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Um, absolutely. And you have to also think about what's happened with the vaccines and the uh, excess mortality. I mean, a lot of people, if the GOP takes power, is go are going to go to jail. And if you're a criminal, you're not going to let the elections go off 
without you giving it a yeah. shot to make them. Of course not. And if you are not just the GOP, but if you're just part of the criminal class, which is, remember, one party, two faces, you're going to do everything you can to rig things up because you don't want people sending you to jail or worse. Do pay attention. I'm sure there's going to be Home Depot's CEO is a pretty good guy from what I can tell. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if you start to see some big sales on rope by a bunch because we might need it. Anyway, Patriots, that's about it for the roundabout today. We're going to have a great show tonight. It starts again at 6.30 p.m. tonight. I'll be a guest on Dr. Lee Merritt's show shortly before. And that's that will be at 5, and it runs, I guess, uh, 5 to 6, and then she does a, a Q&A with her inner group, I guess, that are her paid followers or something that will run to close to 6. Tonight we're going to get into some of the financial issues and what kind of what's going on in the financial back end. And I'm also going to introduce a new sponsor to the show, which I'm real excited about, a good person to deal with your IRAs and so forth. So I've been looking for one for a while. They're a great group had a meeting with them on friday so look forward to that patriots keep your head up and your eyes forward never bow to evil never relent always press into the fight keep your prayers up our nation needs a lot of prayers we've got a lot of wandering people right now souls that really need to be saved and people that need to find their strength in jesus and we need to pray for them because this is truly a spiritual war that's being waged and there's um a lot at stake. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk fearlessly with Jesus. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight, 6.30 p.m. for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising 
that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 